Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer or even your tablet. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for free so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the masters of the universe. I am Steve, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, Jeremy, Ray, and Roz. Together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. again and welcome back to another episode of the Stephen King Show. Let's get right into it. The movie awards season reached its apex yesterday when the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences revealed nominations for the 95th Oscars. The multiverse spanning everything, everywhere, all at once scored a leading 11 nominations, followed by the Banshees of Inishirin and Netflix's All Quiet on the Western Front with nine apiece. Also up for the best pick are Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness and Women Talking. All five best lead actor nominees in the mix for the first time. Those include those include Brendan Fraser for The Whale, as well as Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Bill Nye for Living, and Paul Meskel for After Sun. In the best lead actress category, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie, and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once are all in the mix for the first time. Pitted against Kate Blanchett for Tar and Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, the Oscar ceremony is set for March 12th, hosted by Jimmy Kimmel. Eight-time Grammy winner Chris Stapleton will sing the national anthem at this year's Super Bowl, the NFL has announced. Twelve-time Grammy award-winning recording artist, songwriter, and producer Babyface will sing America the Beautiful. And Abbott Elementary star Cheryl Lee Ralph will perform the song Lift Every Voice and Sing. As part of the pregame show, the U.S. Navy will conduct a flyover of Glendale, Arizona State Farm Stadium during the anthem to commemorate 50 years of women flying in the service. As you no doubt know, Rihanna will headline the halftime show. The 2023 Super Bowl is Sunday, February 12th. Zoe Saldana rules the box office. She has just become the only performer to star in four different films that have reached $2 billion at the box office milestone. With Avatar Way of Water having just surpassed that mark globally, and her other films including Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and Avengers Infinity War all having done the same. She said she feels grateful and like the luckiest girl in this town.
down knowing that I was invited to join films with special directors and a special cast. Saldana portrays the blue-skinned Neytiri in the Avatar films. Sarah Michelle Gellar is set to receive the Icon Award at this year's SCAD TV Fest. The Emmy Award winner, who graced TV screens for years as our favorite vampire slayer, will be honored in Atlanta during the festival, which runs February 9th through 11th. In addition, SCAD will also screen an episode of the new Paramount Plus series Wolfpack, which stars Geller. She also executive produces the series. M&M's has announced it is putting its iconic cartoon spoke candies on an indefinite pause and replacing them with actress Maya Rudolph after controversy following a mascot makeover last year. The brand said it didn't expect the changes to their characters would break the internet, noting that even a candy's shoes can be polarizing. Last year, the green M&M got sneakers instead of heels and the brown M&M replaced her stilettos for block heels. The mascot makeover gained attention online, but some right-wing commentators took it more seriously, with Fox's Tucker Carlson calling them woke and less sexy. Rudolph will appear in an M&M's ad during this year's Super Bowl. Ryan Reynolds has given an under-12s football team in the UK a huge boost by tackling the bill for their new uniforms. He became the co-owner of National League side Wrexham AFC in Wales in 2020. Kaylee Barton, chair for Wrexham's Kids' team, set up a fundraising page to raise £480 for new uniforms and was surprised when she received an email saying that someone named Ryan had donated £1,600. Barton's first thoughts? Who's Ryan? She says when she logged in and it said Ryan Reynolds, and I just said, oh my God, I started shaking. I just couldn't believe it. All right, time for some music news you can use. Sam Smith stopped by the Drew Barrymore show and the host asked for one of the craziest things they've ever heard about themselves. Smith responded, everyone seems to think that I'm Adele in drag. Why? Well, quote, because we've never been seen in the same room together. And if you slow down her voice, it sounds maybe a bit like mine. Lady Gaga has been laying low recently because she is focused on her upcoming role in Joker. ET reports she's uh, completely immersed in the Joker sequel, and a lot of her energy is going toward that. She's totally in the zone and wants to kill it. She is speculated to be playing the role of the Joker's co-conspirator Harley Quinn. Kansas has announced its 50th anniversary tour called Another Fork in the Road and has released a career-spanning compilation of the same name. The truck kicks off June 2nd in Pittsburgh and winds its way across the U.S. ending January 28th in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Billy Idol has announced a spring tour of North America. It kicks off March 30th in Scottsdale, Arizona. He will be joined by his longtime collaborator, guitarist Steve Stevens. Also recently announcing 2023 North American Spring Summer Tours, Stevie Nicks and Ario Speedwagon. David Bowie, the Museum of London Doc Land has launched an appeal to find a number of iconic items of 20th century clothing which have gone missing over the years, including a dress worn by Bowie for the UK cover of his The Man Who Sold the World album. The museum has plans for an exhibit on Jewish designers who weren't on the London fashion circuit. Carly Pierce, Linnea Wilson, and Gabby Barrett, according to the US radio updater, for the first time since 2020, there are three solo female songs charting simultaneously in the top 10 of US country radio. Barrett's Pick Me Up is at number four. Wilson's Heart Like a Truck has reached number 8, and Pierce's What He Didn't Do is at number 10. Brantley Gilbert will spend much of his summer rocking with Nickelback. He'll open all the non-festival dates on the band's Get Rollin' Tour. The 38-city tour kicks off July 12th in Quebec City and runs through August 30th in Belmont Park. And Brooks and Dunn have announced their Reboot 2023 tour, and Scott McCreary will open all shows. It will hit 17 cities, kicking off in Kansas City, Missouri on May 4th. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Back with more, but first First, I want to know, what's the best thing to do on a cold winter day? Or what's the best thing to do when it's too hot to be outside? Send me an email. Let me know. The Stephen King Show at Yahoo.com. That's The Stephen King Show at Yahoo.com.
Scientists think the key to aging has to do with how our DNA falls apart as we age. I thought the key to aging was having all those birthdays. If you're already having a not so good day, sorry, but this probably won't help. Yesterday, the doomsday clock used to illustrate how close humanity is to annihilation was moved to its closest position to apocalypse since it was first started in 1947. It now stands at 90 seconds to midnight, due largely, but not exclusively, to Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the increased risk of nuclear escalation. The new clock time was also influenced by the continued climate crisis and the breakdown of global norms and institutions needed to mitigate risks associated with biological threats such as COVID-19. Rachel Bronson, president and CEO of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists, said, We are living in a time of unprecedented danger, and the doomsday clock time reflects that. We urge leaders to explore all options for dialogue to their fullest ability to turn back the clock. Well, I feel like we're just one Adam Sandler movie away from total annihilation. But come to think of it, I did even before this announcement. As 5G wireless technology is just starting to take off, the guys in white lab coats are already working on 6G, and researchers from the University of Massachusetts Amherst say 6G could involve using people as antennas. 6G telecommunications could take advantage of visible light communication, which is like a wireless version of fiber optics. Right now, fiber optics use incredibly thin glass or plastic strands to transmit information on flashes of light. These wires are extremely small, but also extremely fragile. The researchers say they have created a low-cost method of harvesting waste energy from VLC using the human body as an antenna. Their invention can recycle waste energy to power wearable devices and possibly larger electronics as well. In a case like this, the tinfoil hat crowd might actually be helpful. 8 in 10 or 81% of parents think educators should spend time teaching things outside of academics, such as soft skills and current events. Now, one of the most important character traits for kids to learn early in life, according to a poll of U.S. parents, honesty are most important. The survey also found financial literacy at 61%, tops the list of non-academic skills schools should focus on in every childhood, followed by sewing or knitting and internet safety at 46 and 45 percent. 81 percent of parents also indicated they'd like their children to have an understanding of current events and the other 19 percent don't. If you're starting to think about your kids' birthday parties this year, here's an idea of what you can expect. According to a poll of parents, the average child's birthday party involves 16 guests, nine presents, and lasts three hours. The survey of parents with kids ages 3 to 12 found that 67% of birthday boys and girls expect to enjoy their favorite foods, 56% plan to have clowns or costume characters at their party, 44% look forward to inflatable playsets, and 43% laser tag. As for party themes, unicorns are the most popular, followed by a video game theme. 16 guests and 9 presents, it looks like some boys and girls are only getting invited to one birthday party this year. Coming up, does your trip to the doctor go like this? That's next. Uh, well, back here at the doctor. Just sit right down here next to this person. Hopefully they won't cough on me. Oh, okay. So, man, what time is it? Oh, so my appointment time is actually the start of my wait time. Oh, I, I understand now. Oh, I've been studying for this urine test for two weeks. I hope I pass. Oh, man. Why did that contagious looking guy have to sit next to me? Oh, man. Oh, gross. I'm moving. Why do they call it a practice anyway? It's weird. It's like almost like going to a lawyer. I can tell by the way they're all standing around whispering that they're going to diagnose me with paranoia or something. It's great to see what magazines everyone was reading in 2006. I won't lie about how much I drink. I won't lie about how much I drink. I won't. I wonder what he's here for. I wonder what she's here for. I hope it's okay that I've already taken my pants off.
fact now with some things you didn't know. All right, we got some unusual celebrity baby names here. We got first up, Air Webster, son of Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott. That's spelled A-I-R-E. Kylie revealed this the name this month, nearly a year after the birth, and clarified the name is pronounced like Air, not Airy. Air was originally named Wolf, but they changed it because it didn't really feel like it was him. Don't even ask what Air means in Arabic. Bamboo Barbie, daughter of Trisha Haytis and Moses Hackman. Trisha is a YouTuber. I had to look it up. She gave birth in September to her Malibu, or does Malibu go by her middle name? Zillion Hare Cannon, son of Nick Cannon. Zillion Hare was born to Cannon and Abby De La Rose in 2021, and I think he was just flat out running out of names for his kids by then. Wednesday Grant, daughter of Rupert Grant and Georgia Groom. They went with an Adams Family inspired name for their daughter. At least they didn't go with uh, Morticia or Fester. North, Saint, Chicago, and Song. Kids of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. After having North, they seriously considered naming a subsequent child South. Pilot Inspector, son of Jason Lee, the My Name is Earl star, also has children named Casper, Sonny, and Alberta. Finally, Moon Unit, Diva, Dwizel, and Ahmet, kids of Frank Zappa. You didn't think I'd cover weird celeb baby names without mentioning Moon Unit, did you? Also, did you know the next superfood could very well be algae? Researchers from the University of California, San Diego, have created a report breaking down the environmental and nutritional benefits of making algae a mainstream food. It has been heavily studied as a source of biofuel due to its high fat content, but it's also considered to be an efficient food source due to its high protein and impressive overall nutritional profile. Also, your brain literally heats up when you're stressed. Smiling can cool it down. The word yo was first used in the 15th century. Yoda was almost played by a monkey. Some species of ants explode when attacked. Listening to sad music when you're feeling sad can actually make you happier. And July 16th is said to be the happiest day of the year. It's only 172 days from today. Back with more after this. Okay, so yesterday I asked, 30% of workers say this negatively affects their productivity. What is it? And the answer is, co-workers who talk too much. In today's question, stats show that people who do this have more friends than people who don't. What is it? I'll give you that answer tomorrow. And I leave you with, be yourself. No one can tell you you're doing it wrong. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Thank you, Steve. <laughs>